my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. iHeartRadio presents Podversations, a weekly discussion with the biggest names and influencers in podcasting. Want to learn the secret psych-up ritual scrub stars Zach Braff and Donald Faison use before every fake doctor's real friends taping? How Vice News parachutes into war zones to rescue journalists from life-threatening situations? Or why Keegan-Michael Key and Blumhouse believe 3D audio is the future of storytelling? Whether you're a newbie trying to break into the podcast game or an exec trying to refine your playbook, Podversations is the easiest way to keep your pulse on the industry. back to another great conversation as part of the iHeart Podcast Speaker Series. I'm Will Pearson, Chief Operating Officer of iHeart Podcast. You know, each week we like to have conversations with one of our favorite creators, podcasters, thinkers in the space, talk about what they're up to, maybe what's going on in the industry. But it's not often we get a chance to have a conversation with someone who's been podcasting for many years now. And as, I guess as we talk about it sometimes around here, the pre-serial days, when you've been podcasting that long, you've been podcasting for a long time and actually helped sort of define what the podcast industry would look like. But Michael Rappaport, thanks for joining us today. Thanks. 
thanks for having me. You know, I'm not the pillar, pillar guys. You know, there's guys that have really been doing it for a while. But, you know, I feel like I got in before podcasts became like holes and everyone has one. <laughs> but I enjoy doing it. It's a totally unique platform. It's a totally unique expression. It's just a fun way to communicate. It's a fun way to articulate. It's a fun way to express myself, to disrupt. It's unfiltered. It's uncensored, you know, and, and you know, you're the boss. You know, you're you're sort of the director, the editor, and the producer and, and, and all that stuff. And, you know, from being an actor primarily in what I've done the majority of my adult life, you don't always have those freedoms. So I really enjoy doing it. Absolutely. Well, it's obviously you've done it right. I think I saw the other day you've had more than 45 million downloads for the podcast. So that's no small achievement. It's pretty awesome to see that. And you're back in New York. What has that been like for the podcast? I mean, does it actually affect the podcast in any way to be back in the place where it all started? It doesn't affect the podcast. You know, I'm born and raised in Manhattan. I'm back in Manhattan full time. I've always had a place in New York City. I left when I was 19 to, you know, become a stand up comedian slash actor. But, you know, my family's always remained here and I've always had a residence here in New York, but I've left Los Angeles to be in New York full time. And, you know, it, it doesn't affect the podcast. It certainly, you know, affects me in a good way and 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 my my family and, you know, my wife and, you know, I'm, I'm from here and it's my natural habitat and it's still a very inspiring city to me. There's nothing like it, the good, the bad and the cold and the hot. For me, it's it's where I feel most comfortable and where I feel just most inspired on a, on a daily basis. You know, I'm not a one of these anti Los Angeles people, but I never feel inspired outside of when I'm working in Los Angeles. Like I don't feel like the city of Los Angeles gives to you, whereas I feel like New York on on any given day, on any given corner, you 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 get things to think about and that sort of resonate with you and specifically with myself. Yeah, yeah. We were talking just before we started rolling here about you know some health issues you've been going through recently, and it's interesting in the podcast, which you, something you don't see, I think, in just about any other medium is to move from talking about something very personal to then talking about something happening in pop culture to then talk about something happening in sports. I was listening to your analysis of the NBA finals recently that I was watching closely. And it feels like a medium that was sort of meant for you. And I'm I'm wondering if you go back to the early days and you started something that feels so casual, so informal, did you ever guessed that this was something that could build this sort of following? Because it just feels like you're just sitting around having a conversation or just just talking about what's on your mind. You know, I remember the first podcast I did in, and I, I was doing it alone, that, that podcast. And I've had different, you know, I do sometimes with interviews and sometimes a co-host, sometimes a mm-hmm. guest co-host. But the very first one, when I was doing it alone, I, I would just remember being like, what the f- am I doing? Like, you know, like I'm in here talking to myself when I'm doing the solo podcast, there's a real skill to it. And there's a real certain amount of energy that I have to put into it. And, you know, to sort of pose the question to the audience and then answer the question yourself, right? You can't, you know, assume the audience will connect all the dots. So I have to sort of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pitching to myself and running and hitting it. You know, podcasts have changed so much in the last few years in the business of podcasting and the exposure of podcasting as you know, and I'm sure the listeners know, has changed. Like I said, everybody has a podcast now. You know, in my opinion, there's too many of them. I don't want it to turn into like MySpace pages. But, you know, for me, I consider it a job. I I consider myself a professional podcaster and I take it seriously and I I take it as a profession and I take it as a business and I'm diligent about being on time, diligent about being on schedule. And, you know, it's a service industry. You know, I try not to make my podcast overly self-indulgent. You know, I have parameters and sort 
sort of, you know, things I saw, I, I, I kind of like to focus on, you know, in regards to recently with the health stuff, the only reason why I was even sort of talking about it as personal as I was because I had to cancel an episode and I also had to cancel some stand-up comedy shows. Yeah. And also I just felt like, you know, I say this on the podcast, you know, I have a presence on social media, Instagram, I have a presence on Facebook and all those places, but that's a persona that I'm comfortable with. Right. And, and, and that persona, the fully disruptive behavior persona is definitely on the podcast, but there's also a more intimate, more personal, more, you know, dialed down version of myself that I only express on the podcast. I don't even express it as much on stage when I'm doing stand-up comedy. I express it as an actor emotionally, but the intimacy that I feel like I'm able to talk about certain things and feelings and with, with, you know, with my health stuff is something that it's almost like a diary in a way. It's almost like a, you know, a diary, because I feel like if you're listening to me on the podcast, you must be a fan. And, and, and if you've listened, you know, throughout the years, you must be a fan. And, you know, I, I just felt like it's important to share what I'm feeling, what I'm going through, why I had to cancel episode, why my energy might not be right, or why I feel like my energy might not be right. And also, you know, as far as the, the, the ulcerative colitis, which is spawn all the health things, you know, I, I know that it's a sort of shameful disease and I also know it's something that people that have it don't like to talk about. And, you know, throughout the years when I was doing well, I always would talk about going to the colonoscopy because as agonizing as it can be, there is a sort of dark gallows humor to going to get a colonoscopy. And, and since I've had them since I'm 17, I understand that gallows humor, but I also understand that it's important to encourage particularly men over 40 to do it. So that's my long answer to your simple question. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. 
It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number fifteen on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people, and we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Now, as we talked about before, I'm glad you're feeling a little bit better and hope that continues. And it is great that you you talk about it. Like people are afraid to talk about things like that openly. So I certainly appreciate it. You know, I want to go back to this idea you were talking about that diligence when you focus on publishing each of your episodes and publishing them on time. One of the things when I started working here in the podcast division in talking to some of our most successful podcasters, particularly, you know, one of our biggest or actually our biggest stuff you should know that Josh and Chuck host, they have talked about the fact that every Tuesday and Thursday for 13, 14 years now, without fail, they have published an episode. <clears throat> and you don't really think about the importance of that and and sort of the, that level of discipline and preparation. But it sounds like you very much appreciate that. They talk about the fact that if they fail to publish an episode on one of those days, their fans would just lose their minds. Yeah. But it seems like a very important part of it. Talk a little bit about that, if you don't mind. I mean, you know, when people ask me about advice, I'm starting a podcast. The first thing I say is pick a day. It could be Saturday at 6 p.m. It could be, you know, when Wednesday at 4 p.m., pick a day and stick to that day. You know, it's like must-watch TV. You know, Monday Night Football comes on at Monday. Friends would come on at a certain time, and, you know, the Howard Stern Show comes on at a certain time. And for me, especially when you've built up a fan base, you don't want to disappoint the fans. You know, I I, I say on the podcast, you don't want to f*** the fans. The fans could f*** each other, literally or figuratively, but I don't want to f*** the fans. And, you know, my drop days, the drop days of the Iron Rap Poor Stereo Podcast are Tuesdays and Fridays. And, you know, we've been like a 98 percentile of, of getting it out there, you know, these amount of years and, you know, this 900 plus episodes. And it's important for me, you know, I, I believe in being on time. I'm very, you know, diligent and respectful of people's time in real life. And and like I said, you know, once you build up that audience, you, you don't want to disappoint because there are many options. You don't want to lose the fans. You know, like I said, we're in the service business. And if you say Tuesday and Friday, come hell or high water, you, you know, I really believe that, you, you you know, we have to release Tuesday and Friday. Obviously, there's exceptions and, you know, you could articulate that. But I try to be, like I said, I think we're like not 100%. We're 95, 98% throughout these years to get it done. And I'm happy about that and proud of that. And I also think it's respectful to the fans. And it's also just a business. It's not a MySpace page. It's not a Twitter page. It's not a Facebook page. I'm a professional podcaster and the successful people are professional podcasters. And, and I'm sure they treat it as such. Well, you talk a lot about the fans, the, the Rap-A-Pack as your fans are uh, called. What What is your relationship like with the fans? How much do you sort of pay attention to what they're asking about or wanting you to talk about from episode to episode? I mean, I pay attention to them and my producers, Jordan and Miles, the Dust 
Brothers, aka the Bleach Brothers. You know, I would like more engagement. You know, I would I would love to be able to communicate with them more what they like, what they don't like. I never want to bore them. Like I said, I never want to be too self-indulgent. You know, it's a show. It's the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast show. It is a show. As, as intimate and as personal it is, it is a show. And, you know, podcasts are part of show business. And show comes before the business. Sometimes the business should come before the show, but it is a show. It's a performance. And, uh, you know, I want them to be happy. I want them to be satisfied. I want them to be entertained. I want them to provoke thought. You know, I get a lot of DMs from them. We get emails from them. And like I said, I would love to hear from them more, the things they like, things they don't like. I love constructive criticism. And even if it's not so constructive, like, I like if you if you spend time to listen to my podcast, I want to hear what you have to say, even if you disagree. And and I think it's good to disagree. I wish there were more people that didn't agree with me on things more because I listen to a lot of podcasts. I watch a lot of news, read a lot of news with people that I don't agree with in, in regards to the, the more serious stuff and the political stuff, because I think it's important to hear points of views that you don't agree with mm -hmm. and, and that you don't subscribe to. I, I truly think that's very important. I do want to go back. You did want to your infamous AKAs when we were talking to a couple of our producers before coming on here today. Mm -hmm. One of them was saying, I want to know how that all got started, how you come up with those names. Do you come up with them on the spot? Sometimes I know, of course, many of them are recurring. Where did all that get started? You know, I grew up listening to radio in New York City and some of the DJs had great names, Mr. Magic, Chuck Chill Out, you know, and then in the beginning of the podcast, it's just sort of, you just want to sort of introduce who you are. So, you know, in the beginning of the podcast, it was Michael Rapport, AKA, you know, White Mike, AKA, you know, this, that, and the third. And then the one that stuck the most, my wife gave me, and it was earned, not given. The one that I think people got the biggest kick out of, you know, this is Michael Rapport, AKA the Gringo Mandingo. And then, you know, the fans started giving me names and adding to that. And, you know, then I would just sort of come up with one and say the white chocolatito and the Jewish Jake LaMotta and the Jewish Brad Pitt and the disruptive warrior. So at the beginning, I'll just sort of riff off of some of them that we've come up with. It, it, the Gringo Mandingo is definitely the one that stuck the most. I, I believe a fan gave me the raging bull because my favorite movie is Raging Bull and I love that nickname and, you know, Mr. New York. And it's just a fun way to introduce yourself. And, you know, I try to be consistent at the beginning of every show to sort of set the tone and set the pace like it's a radio show. Like, yo, this is Michael Rapport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. you know, whatever I'm riffing off of. And sometimes, you know, some people be like, well, what happened to this one? What happened to that one? I'm like, oh, I forgot, you know, and I'm always like, they're paying oh, attention. Yeah, yeah like, I, I, and I feel like, you know, I've like, I've left out some nicknames and I feel bad for that nickname. And then I try to give it the attention that it deserves. That's pretty great. Let's talk a little bit about the sort of the live yeah. aspect. Obviously, you love being a live performer with the stand-up you've done. You know, I know you've sold out a 30-city tour with the podcast itself. Is that something you're thinking about doing? Maybe even connected to like the, you know, thousandth episode, which is coming up in the not-too-distant future? I would be totally down for it. You know, I love doing the live podcasts. They're fun. The, the audience engagement is fun. I mean, there's nothing like performing live. Mm-hmm. When you're doing a live podcast, it's more challenging than doing it, you know, at the studio or at home. It's a little bit more challenging because for me, I, I feel a responsibility. You want to keep it going. You want to keep everybody engaged. So you, you have to give even more thought than you do when you're recording either an interview or when I have my man Dean co-hosting with me or solo. But yeah, I would definitely do more live stuff. You know, they've always been fun. The audience has always had a good time and, and I've always had a good time doing it. Yeah, that's, uh, that obviously comes through and I know the fans would be excited. Is there any other 
either way. I know you're not one for celebration if celebration doesn't seem necessary, but with the thousandth episode coming up, is there any other way you're hoping to to, uh, to recognize that? You know, I, I, maybe for the thousandth episode, I'd reach out and have, you know, a guest or two, somebody special. You know, the thing about guests, and I know they're great for business, but we, you know, when I watch so many other podcasts and I, I listen to so many other podcasts, it, it, it's like we're sort of recirculating guests. You know, there's certain people that do the circuit. I do the circuit. You know, there's like really, really cool people that do the circuit. But, you know, you could get people that bring in an audience and new listeners. And that's the business part that I respect. But I never want to interview somebody that I'm not genuinely excited to have and that I'm not almost nervous to have. You know, I I want to bring people in that I'm genuinely excited to talk to on one level or another. But, you know, I've thought about it, you know, and and I know it's coming up. There's a couple of people that I would maybe like to have to, to play around for the thousandth episode. Yeah. You've had some amazing guests on there. I mean, actually, I was just looking back. I remember you had on one of our iHeart podcasters and radio talent, Charlemagne the God. I think you Yeah, he was great. At least he's somebody who's always great to talk to a lot of opinions. And yeah. obviously, he's a professional. So he, he he knows how to give a good interview. You know, there's a skill to giving a good interview. And I think if you're an interviewer like him, you, you understand, you know, how to sort of edit and present Mm-hmm. a great interview. And mm-hmm. he he's certainly one of the best. Well, he's one of the best and one of the most thoughtful people that we work with in terms of what he puts into every day. Well, before I let you go, Michael, maybe let's talk a little bit about, you've done almost a thousand episodes. I'm hoping you've got many more to come. We are incredibly excited to have you join iHeart Podcast and, and really excited to get behind this and, and help keep promoting it and keep growing it. But where do you see the podcast going? What do you want to do with the podcast that maybe you haven't done yet? <sighs> Man, that's a good question. I just want to continue to make every episode a genuinely emotional experience. Mm -hmm. I never want to fake or force an episode. I never want to fake or force a segment. You know, my favorite episodes are when it's just a flow. Like if I'm flowing solo or I'm flowing with somebody else where it's just a, a true flow. And to me, that's what I strive for every time I pick up the golden mic, as I call it. And, you know, I want it to be an emotional experience. And, you know, I say I leave blood on the mic, you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be dramatic. You know, it could just be a funny riff. It could be a funny take. Like for me, the flow, the organic, the improv and the impromptu nature of how I like to present the I Am Rap Poor Stereo podcast, that's my goal every single time. You know, I want to continue to do that, continue to achieve that. I'm, I'm very excited about being at iHeart. So, you know, we can continue to grow the podcast because, you know, I mean, everybody loves their own podcast, but I know the I Am Rap Poor Stereo podcast is special. I know it's unique. I know that it's brave. I'm very proud of the fact that I've been very brave on the podcast and relentlessly brave, you know, and, and I have a good time doing it. You know, if I if I didn't have a good time doing it, I, I wouldn't be able to do it because the amount of thought and effort and care that I put into every single episode, like I said, it's a performance. And, you, you, you know, as a performer, you know, you always want to try to achieve that perfect performance. I don't know if there ever is perfection, but there's sometimes I'm like, that was really good. And I, I'll say it on the podcast. Like, I know sometimes I'm like, this is f- good and I feel like it's good and I and I think you know the fans feel the same way certain times you know and you try to achieve it for as long as you possibly can each episode oh, it's fantastic well like I said we're, we're excited to have you here you can hear that passion come through for it. you know the work that you put into it but Michael thanks for taking some time with us today to talk a little bit about it hell yeah I appreciate it and like I said uh, thank you for having me and, and I'm excited to continue to build and kick ass on iHeart thank you very much well thank you guys for being here with us today hope you have a great rest of your week and we will see you next time.
Podversations is a production of iHeartRadio. You can find more from the biggest names in podcasting on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.